Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Benjamin. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. And today we're talking about building muscle and staying pumped on plants. Show them your guns, Dr. (sighs) Seuss. Who says you can't build muscle and stay pumped on plants? <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're if you a plant-based eater and if you're building muscle, you're probably sick and tired of getting the question, where are you getting your protein, how you're building your muscle, how you're staying fit, where's your energy coming from? So we're going to get into all of the details about building muscle, maintaining muscle, and maybe getting into exercise performance a little bit in this episode of Medicinal Monday, because that's actually one of our passions. We're not bodybuilders or, or muscle, you know, builders, but we are active people and being active and maintaining our physical performance and physique is important to us. Um, so anyways, just before we dive in, one announcement, which is the alter health cleanse coming up on July 11th. Our pre-cleanse meeting is on July 9th. And this is a 10-day food-based liver-focused cleanse. And if you're interested in joining us for this guided cleanse, group cleanse, you can learn more at www.alter.health slash cleanse and sign up before we start July 11th. Yeah. So This cleanse is not going to interfere with muscle building either because we're going to be eating plenty. We're going to be hydrating. And as we'll come to be learning just today, uh, eating and hydrating are two really important things when it comes to building muscle and staying pumped on plants. Um, So let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. Where does muscle come from? Where does muscle come from? Well, it comes from protein powder, right? Yeah. It comes from protein bars, and it comes from muscle milk, and all of your animals. You eat protein to make protein in your muscles, right? Well, it turns out that most of your muscles that you like see when you get bigger muscles, which is called hypertrophy or the growing of muscles, that actually has everything to do with 
your muscles being fueled optimally, not necessarily them being pumped with lots of protein. Because if you've heard us talk about macronutrients and biochemistry, you know definitively, and we know definitively scientifically, that protein is not a fuel source for any of your cells, including muscle. Protein just provides the structure. So we need the protein in order to keep up with the replication of our cells and the building of things and the enzymes and, and all of the hormones, which are a lot of protein-based molecules or amino acid-based molecules. But in terms of fueling the muscles that we are all building always, it has everything to do with carbohydrates, the, the primary fuel source for your brain, for your liver, for your kidneys, for your toes. It's the same stuff for all your muscles in your body. Uh, so yes, it comes down to optimizing the fuel source of your muscles. And I think if it were to really boil down to like one ingredient needed for building muscle, it's hard to because everything's so, so equally important. But the one important ingredient is eating enough. And it's impossible to build muscle if we're in a calorie deficit. Because our body doesn't care about building muscle, just our ego does. That's just our thoughts and our, that's just our, our desires. But physiologically, we have priorities and building muscle is not one of them unless we're totally um, meeting our nutritional needs and super healthy. And then building muscle comes as a byproduct, assuming that the second, second important thing is also taken into account, which is using your muscles. You yes. can't just eat a lot and sit on the couch and expect to build muscle. You got to eat and then fuel the muscles that you're using. Exactly. Yes. And Sue here nailed it on the head going to the gym <laughs> or, you know, it doesn't have to be at the gym. We, we, go to the gym. we can be, uh, we can be, you know, doing strengthening exercises outside of the gym on the bike you know where however we like to move our body but yes we have to move our muscles in order to build more muscle because really the process of building muscle first comes from the breakdown of muscle when we use our muscles when we lift heavy objects or you know we we run for a really long time or we bike for a really long time we're using our muscles we're actually breaking up the muscle fibers and when they repair themselves they grow back stronger and they grow back bigger sometimes that's if right. we have all the right ingredients we need that's right um so that's really an important point the the quote-unquote exercise that we do um, to build our muscle. We don't like the word exercise. We just use the word movement or activity. The, what the activities that we do to build the muscle, they're stressing our body and they're breaking down the muscle and they're calling upon more and more energy and resources. And we got to be keeping up with the demands of our muscle cells, which are the most quote unquote metabolically active cells in the body. Our muscles, actually our heart, which is a big muscle, is the most mitochondria rich part of our body. But then, you know, second on the list is all the other muscles of our body, like our biceps and our triceps and our quadriceps and our hamstrings and our calves and our, you know, the muscles in our jaw and our eyes. Uh, they are all are all mitochondria rich, which means that they're constantly utilizing carbohydrates, glucose, sugar, etc., as fuel. And we need to be giving them the highest quality of that fuel source, which really, when we're talking about high quality carbohydrates, 
you probably know what it means. It means that it's nutrient-dense carbohydrates, like a potato and like a banana and like, uh, you know, uh, butternut squash, you know, as opposed to French fries and potato chips and donuts and uh, Coca-Cola and things like that. Um, so carbohydrate quality is a huge ingredient. The second thing we already touched on is using the muscles. Yeah. Huge part of the equation. And the more, mu the more muscles that we use, the more active that we are, the more movement that we engage in, the more we got to put fuel in the tank. It's just a simple thing. And a lot of people, you know, we've got comments already about, you know, just the struggle of eating enough to keep up with our active lifestyle. And uh, I wouldn't say it's a struggle for us. We, you know, we've kind of got it dialed in, but it looks like a lot of food. It looks like way more food than our omnivorous or standard American counterparts, right? Because these are the most nutrient dense foods, which means that they're generally much lower in calorie density. So that means that they're going to fill up the plate or the bowl two or three times. And we're going to be going back for more. Uh, especially once again, the more that we use our muscles, the more we're going to have to refill our plates and our bowls and chew and swallow and put that fuel back into the cells. Yes. Okay. So we're creating a list now of ingredients. <laughs> First is you have to move your muscles. Second is you need to fuel them with the muscle cells ideal source of fuel, which are those clean carbohydrates. You also need to eat enough of that fuel. And also third on the list, minerals. Yeah. Minerals are really important. Um, and minerals, you know, when we think about energy creation, um, minerals are really used in a lot of steps of that energy production. But most importantly, really, um, if I were to put the prior prioritize the importance of minerals, one important thing is actually hydrating your muscles. Um, so minerals go hand in hand with hy hydration. And we just actually finished an energy upgrade challenge. And we talked about the three ingredients for creating cellular energy, carbohydrates, micronutrients, with vitamins, minerals, etc. And water, because water is actually what provides the hydrogen ions, the hydration of our cells um, is, is required in the oxidative phosphorylation. If you've taken nutritional biochemistry or kind of a biochemistry biology geek like we are, maybe you've remembered oxidative phosphorylation or electron transport chain or ATP synthase runs on hydrogen ions, which comes from water. And that's the fundamentally crucial step of creating cellular energy, which again, when we're talking about building muscle, we're talking about creating an abundance of cellular energy within our muscle cells, uh, which we've got to have. Once again, those three ingredients, carbohydrates, vitamins and minerals and hydration. But then we've got to be moving our muscles as well, especially if that goal is staying small and uh, <laughs> keeping up with your, uh, you know, movement goals. Yes. Yeah. So where do we get these minerals from? Well, of course, we get 
so many minerals from our whole plant foods in the whole food plant-based lifestyle. Um, but also maybe you've heard us talk about additional sources of minerals because the truth is that the soils where our delicious organic produce is being grown, um, soil quality is going down, unfortunately. And there may be some exceptions. There may be some really awesome local farms where you get yeah. these really mineral dense veggies and they just taste amazing. But, you know, most of the stuff we get at the grocery store is not as mineral rich as it, um, you know, as veggies that were grown years and years ago. So we actually like the practice of adding trace mineral drops to our water. Well, also because the water that we open up the faucet and get our, fill up our glass of water from is also depleted in minerals as well. And we're, as human beings, we're designed to drink mineralized water. That's really what allows for deep cellular hydration. Um, so yes, the mineral replacement is important for the minerals that we get from food and water. And we can cover the bases by adding that kind of, uh, you know, trace those trace minerals back into our water, mm -hmm. which a lot of, you know, a lot of exercise people already kind of have a handle on. Maybe they've been brainwashed into doing so, drinking their electrolytes. Electrolytes is just a fancy term for minerals. Uh, but I actually like the word because it the, the minerals really allows the water to electrify and charge our cells. Um, so I do like the term electrolytes, uh, but we don't need it in Gatorade or any sort of like, you know, flavored thing or powder. Um, you know, we can just use the trace minerals, which come from the earth, ideally. Yes. Yes. And also some other great natural sources of really mineral rich hydration include things like lemon water, lime water, or herbal teas, yeah. or uh, coconut water, or juices, green juices, for example, so mineral rich. Um, so one thing, you know, while we're on the topic of minerals, one question that comes up a lot is, well, do you add sodium? Do you add sodium if you work out a lot and you sweat a lot? And while whole food plant-based lifestyle, you know, we recommend it's salt, oil, and sugar-free. If you're an athlete and you're sweating a lot, then you may need to replace sodium. I think we need to quantify what a lot of sweating is though. Because <laughs> yes. a lot of people, you know, they go to the gym for a half hour and they got they got a sweaty face and they're like, pound in the sodium replacement and pound in the electrolytes. Uh, that's, you know, good for you. You got your sweat on. We, we love to sweat every day and it's easy to do so here in the summer. Uh, but really what we're talking about is ex of extreme sweating is like, maybe like at least an hour or two of, in, you know, endurance, constant sweating. Um, yeah, for, for me personally, usually after like two hours, two hours is like when I'm really thinking about, okay, I'm gonna, gonna really up the sodium a little bit to remineralize um, my and, and keep my cells hydrated. And two hours in summertime exercise, uh, summertime activity for me, mm -hmm. personally. Yes, yes. And um Yes. Yeah, so minerals is on the list. But, you know, a thought came to mind as you were talking about this timing, mm -hmm. timing. And um, many people ask timing, you know, oh, well, in order to really gain muscle, should I eat this before or yeah. after I work out and da, 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 da. And um, what's interesting is that what the research shows is that if you if you refuel within like 30 to 40 minutes of uh, you finishing your workout, it will speed up muscle recovery. And um, also if you eat foods that are high in antioxidants, 
that is also going to speed up muscle recovery. That's why things like uh, tart cherry juice, we black that, cherry yeah. juice is known to really support muscle recovery or dark blueberries, wild blueberries, and also even dark leafy greens. Yeah. Um, so all these things can really also help speed up the muscle recovery. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so I think that is kind of a controversial thing. Fueling before workouts versus after workouts. And you know, there, there is some research going both ways and people are, you know, you know, curious to look into the science both ways, but I think it really comes down to a personal preference and obviously the timing of your exercise or movement. Um, you know, personally for us, we prefer to exercise and move our bodies in the morning, uh, before breaking the fast. And unless, you know, usually, again, it's usually about two hours, you know, good, good two hours of movement and sometimes it's more vigorous than others. Um, but after two hours, it's like, okay, my body really needs to be refueled through the exercise, through the movement. Um, for example, like, a, you know, a longer bike ride, but for me personally, I'm just sharing my personal thing, you know, um, it's, a, you know, if I'm, if I'm moving my body for less than two hours, then I'm going to refuel, like you said, in that 30 to 40 minute window after finishing the movement, getting home and stretching and, and uh, you know, hopping in a cold shower or something like that before refueling my body. Mm -hmm. um, but if I were going to, if I were going on a, a, a ride or a run later in the day, I would for sure want to fuel my body beforehand because, it needs fuel to carry out the, the, you know, the movement. So I think it is just a personal thing and the timing of your movement routines in your day. Right. Yes. And so on our list, you know, we, we didn't mention protein as a huge <laughs> emphasis. No kidding. And, and really that's because it is covered in the check mark of eating enough. Yeah. If we're eating enough overall, then and we're eating a whole food plant-based diet, then we are getting yeah. enough protein to build muscle. We don't need to go out of our way to supplement with protein powders that are processed and isolated forms of nutrition. Well, we've gone through the 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 mathematics to break down how it's it's really impossible to not get enough protein for your body when you're eating enough calories. So for example, uh, uh, a diet that's about 10% protein, 70 to 80% car carbohydrates, 10% protein, 10% fat. That's a, that's a low fat, low protein diet. It's really hard to get m any less than that by, by eating whole plant foods. And Again, assuming that you're eating 2,000 calories, if you follow the math with me, 2,000 calories from um, of, of total nutrition, and 10% of those calories are in the form of protein. So that's 200 calories coming from protein. Well, protein has four, four grams, four calories per gram of protein, which means 200 divided by four, that's 50 grams of protein. 2000 calories of food gives you 50 50 grams of protein on a really low protein diet and that is enough protein for i forget maybe like 140 pound individual someone with i should say someone with 140 pounds of lean body mass um, that is going to be enough to replenish all of that person's needs for 
you know, maintaining, maintaining their physical structure. Again, if our goal is building muscle, if our goal is, is getting bigger uh, muscularly, then we need to be in a caloric excess. And what that's going to end up looking like is a protein excess just by, just by nature, the nature of mathematics. Uh, but yes, getting protein, um, we don't want to get protein from processed sources. There's, there's all sorts of, there's no good reason to do it. Just besides, uh, you know, the only good reason I can think of is wasting money. Um, <laughs> that's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is going to shorten your lifespan because an abundance of protein um, is a number one thing that predictively and reliably shortens lifespan. Um, so don't want to get any for further off into the protein direction. We've already, we've, you know, beaten that horse <laughs> for lack of a better euphemism. But, you know, it's interesting because as you were chatting, um, I was thinking of, of something that I was reminded of in a recent uh, lecture that I listened to that was uh, debunking the ketogenic diet. And it's funny because, you know, I think a lot of people, well, they go to the ketogenic diet to lose weight, but also to build muscle. They do. I didn't know that. Diet? I mean, I didn't know that. I mean, I feel like there's a big kind of weight mm -hmm. lifting and keto kind of, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like the, 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 the two, you can, you know, find people. The meatheads. I don't know. <laughs> You're generalizing, Dr. <laughs> Suzanne? Maybe I am. Maybe okay. I am. But it's so interesting because um, what, what this study showed is that actually individuals who started eating a ketogenic diet actually lost muscle mass. Oh, yeah. And part of that, well, you know, part of the reason why people lose a ton of weight when they shift over to ketogenic diet is because uh, their glycogen stores disappear. And glycogen actually, you know, that's what that's what I got in my biceps here. This is this is mostly glycogen, you know, <laughs> it, it's honest. But then also also the body dips into its amino acid protein stores um, as a source of fuel because it's not getting the preferred fuel source. It's it's and when you say that, just to be clear, the amino what what happens is the protein is broken down when the body is starved of fuel. And the amino acids are converted into sugar in a process called gluconeogenesis. Yes. So protein technically can be a fuel source when we're starving. When we're, you maybe heard the term breaking down protein when you're starving. That's yeah. what happens. Gluconeo. So, so we're still burning carbohydrates as fuel. Your body is getting through the carbohydrates through the back door from the amino acids that are being converted back into sugars. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, yeah, the keto diet's not a not a great way to build muscle. Well, I saw. I mean, I don't want to go into the keto tangent, but I did see something recently that was like a, a list of the best to worst diets, which is, and, and it's at the bottom of the list, yeah. but it's still the most popular yeah. and it's just mind boggling. And I don't really recall the, the source of who came up with this list of diets. Uh, and I forget what's at the top, but obviously a whole food plant-based lifestyle is at the top of the best diets because that's the one that human human beings were designed to thrive on. Yes. Um, but in any case, keto is at the bottom of the list, but it's still so popular. Still. I thought, I honestly thought it was fizzling out, but get people every day who are just asking questions and 
drinking the Kool-Aid, keto Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a tangent. That was a tangent. So yeah. any other wrapping up things on keeping your muscles? Well, um, it's also important to rest, allow plenty of time to rest so that those muscle fibers can have a chance to grow back stronger and bigger. Yep. Um, you know, get into, if you, if you really have goals, find a, find a plan and, and stick with it and do it and follow through. And uh, the only other thing that's coming up for me is that movie, The Game Changers, which highlights kind of physical performance and domination on a plant-based diet. Uh, so that's a great source of just more both scientific information as well as really inspiring stories of of people thriving and winning and and you know doing all the good things powered by plants. Yeah. Great. Well, just uh, another announcement before we tune off. Uh, the Ultra Health Cleanse enrollment is open. Our cleanse starts on July 11th, but we've got five cleanse meetings over the course of a couple of weeks. And the first cleanse meeting is July 9th. And to jump on in, you can do so at www.alter.health slash cleanse. We hope to see you inside. And stay hydrated, stay nourished. Keep building your strong, healthy muscles. And I think, you know, it goes without saying that what's so much more important than the size of your muscles is the feeling and the experience of health. So it's one thing to be like swollen, a bodybuilder. It's another thing to be super healthy and toned as well, you know, so focus on health. That would be my encouragement and recommendation and everything else falls into place. Your perfect body composition um, as well. Yes. So thanks everyone. We'll see you Wednesday for wisdom Wednesday and we'll be back next week for another medicinal Monday. All right. Peace and love. Bye for now.